Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inspiration. I am Sean, I am she, and today's episode is about solo travel, digital nomading, basically what I've been doing <laughs> for the last seven months. Oh, not gonna lie. My energy is pretty zapped right now, but I wanted to have this conversation because I think it's quite fitting. Um, This is the reality of traveling and living this alternative lifestyle, I suppose you could say. There's a lot of imperfection in what you perceive um, online as the perfect lifestyle. You know, so many creators and coaches and entrepreneurs and, yeah, basically people who are able to travel whenever they want and go wherever they want. The the perfection, quote unquote, in that comes with a lot of downsides, too. And I wanted to be transparent about that today, especially, especially because... I'm in a phase of my life right now where I'm feeling a little lost, a little confused about what I want to do next. What are the next steps? So I thought I would rewind to why I decided to start traveling the way I am right now back in January when I booked a flight to Mexico. And how I arrived to that point um well okay here we go so my long-term relationship of three years ended in november 2021 and one of the reasons why i moved away from that relationship was because i felt like there was something i needed to do on my own and part of that was traveling I think especially after the pandemic as well um i think i was just at this point where i thought to myself if i don't do the scary thing which is go and explore the depths of myself now at the age of 24 if i don't do it then when am i ever going to do that because i'm gonna constantly find excuses to as to why i can't or you know i don't have the money or i don't have the time or i have commitments or i need to be here for this thing or that thing and i just thought I don't want to wait around anymore. I think I need to just do this. And my partner at the time didn't align with those dreams. And that's totally fine. So I needed to do it for me and do it on my own. So that began the solo travel experience because I packed up my apartment. I put everything into storage. I went to my mom's and uh, basically looked at my life and I thought, cool, what next? (laughs) And this is around Christmas time. Um, And in the new year, I was like, fuck it, YOLO, let's go. Booked a one-way flight to Cancun where I knew one friend was going to be there. I didn't know anybody else. I knew people scattered around Mexico, but I thought... You know, I didn't expect to see them. I just kind of thought, cool, let me just get to Cancun and then I'll go to Playa del Carmen. um, And then from there, I'll figure it out. I booked an Airbnb and full transparency, guys. I put it on the credit card. I wasn't living my best abundant life at that time. I was really hit with a lot of grief and emotion. And um, 
Oh my god, I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, today today is emotional, I think, and, and speaking these things out loud makes me I guess it makes me reflect on that time and and how scared and how confused and, and lonely I felt, but I still had so much faith that it would work out. Um and again the perception of my life then because it's so easy to look at people like me online, you know, and part of my job is to be there. I am mirroring you, but it looks like I have everything figured out. And I didn't, you know, in January, I was so heartbroken. The life that I thought I was building was completely flipped on its head. And I had no stability and no, no plan. I just knew I had to, to move. And the moving aspect was the energy in motion, but also the physical so I booked everything on a credit card. I didn't have that much disposable income to play with. I was just making ends meet because moving out of an apartment, guys, is expensive. And moving cities, I went from Birmingham to London. I had so many extra expenses I had to deal with. So many little things that I, you know, ending contracts, like all these exit fees, like just so, so much crap that I didn't even think about. And uh, it racked up and I was, I was really, really scared. But as always, everything always works out. <laughs> and when I arrived to Mexico, um, I just had this gut feeling that everything was going to be fine. And I woke up in the morning so excited for life. And I had forgotten what that feeling was like. And I kind of mix, mix it up with anxiety. It's, it, it felt like, um, like a jolt out of bed. But I also was excited. Like I was nervous and excited at the same time. I was nervous because I had no idea where I was, really. I didn't know Mexico at all. I'd never been there before. Um, Playa del Carmen is already a very kind of, uh, what's the word, gentrified, westernized part of Mexico. I would not say it's authentic Mexico at all. However, it was still a new place and I didn't know anybody. So, you know, I woke up wondering, okay, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I make friends? And I'm a solo female traveler, right? And that's a whole other aspect to this um, that I know many of you nervous about because a lot of my followers and listeners are women and it's totally valid to be like how can I do this as a woman because the world feels really scary it feels an un like an unsafe place for a woman to travel in a foreign country and I didn't speak the language either like I don't speak Spanish like basically hola gracias like that's it no hablo español <laughs> lame and I did try to pick it up but Latin languages just don't seem to resonate in my brain um being Chinese characters really work for me um which is why I can read a bit of Japanese and I can remember more of that but anyways that's besides the point so getting there I really learned my own strength, uh, my own strength when it came to making new friends and putting myself in positions where I felt incredibly uncomfortable, but it wasn't fear. It was just, I guess, that giddy, nervous, exciting feeling of knowing that I'm doing something new and doing something for the first time. And I had lost that feeling when I was living in London and living in Birmingham. And again, there's so many reasons for that because it, we were in a flipping pandemic. Like what, you know, what kind of excitement really, how much more exciting can it get living in four walls? Um, and I think I was living in a loop 
in those places because it was so familiar and comfortable for me. And the person that I thought I needed to be was so cemented in my mind that I found it really, really hard to break out of that. And being in Mexico and being in a new city and a country and a new culture forced me to embody my 100% authentic self because this was my chance to be who I wanted to be. This is my chance to just be me because nobody knew me. There was no expectation. There was no preconceived idea of who I was. So I think it's totally valid to feel those fears of being a, a new traveler, a new guest ultimately you're a guest in other people's countries you're passing through whether or not you decide to stay there is a different thing but you know it's so valid to feel out of touch and feel unstable and ungrounded and that's what I felt actually for the first few weeks I was there but I eventually found my footing and I started to really really enjoy myself and that's when I started to think okay if I can do this I can do anything I can go anywhere which is why I'm now in Cyprus. And I came back from Mexico. um, So I went in January, came back in April and uh, spent a month in London and then came to Cyprus in May. And uh, here we are. (laughs) And I'm going to be going back to London again at the end of July. And where do I go next? I don't know. God only knows. But some key challenges that I just want to be real with you guys about when it comes to solo traveling alongside the wonderful things, of course, and we'll get to that in a second, but the key challenges that I've experienced so far is, is making friends, right? Okay. So making friends is, is actually quite easy for me. I, I've never had a problem with connecting with people. It's, it's, I don't know just one of those things that I've never really had to work too hard at but the challenge is not necessarily the making friends aspect it's leaving them behind and that's super cliche because a lot of people you know who travel and do these um, who are maybe very niche in the travel lifestyle content creators coaches yada yada they all say like you know the hardest part is is falling in love with people and then letting them go and having to see them like in maybe another year or two years or never seeing them again. And I, I have, I've experienced that my whole life. Um, and I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten how painful that can be, but this is the risk that you take when you fall in love with people and you have a good time with them and you genuinely open yourself up and that's how you create these deep lifelong bonds You know, if you're constantly worrying about what it's going to be like when you say goodbye, then you're never going to allow yourself to to connect. And I've made some incredible friends around the world that maybe I'll never see again. And that's okay. And you're probably thinking, okay, Sean, great. Like, good for you. But how do you make friends? (laughs) Well, put yourself in places where you where there are people number one don't spend all your time alone you can do things alone as in you know go to a bookstore go to a coffee shop go to the beach but sit around people be open to conversations you know look around you smile like have an open energy about you and people will gravitate towards you i think it's it's about 
not looking like you are too busy so that you, I don't know, because somebody's not going to come up to you if you look like you're hustling away, you know? Um, but also do the things that make you happy. Do do the things that you're interested in and you will find your people because they'll gravitate towards that. If you're somebody who loves beach volleyball, go go to a volleyball game. You'll meet people there and they'll share the same interests, you know? Join online communities. There's so many available to you. Meet people on Instagram. Go on a dating app if you need to. Like there are so many ways to make friends. Um, mutual friends too. Like maybe you, maybe your friend of a friend knows somebody and maybe you never would have done that in your city in your usual day-to-day life. But when you're in a new place, anything is possible. Just fucking go for it. So that's one of my key challenges is falling in love with people and then having to leave them behind. Ugh, the worst, the worst. But I know that they're, they're all over the world and if I ever need them, I can find them. And maybe God will allow us to cross paths again. It's the most beautiful thing. Some other key challenges uh, for me was the language aspect of things where I felt like I didn't fully... I couldn't fully embrace the culture if I couldn't speak the language. And I feel that way being here in Cyprus where um, people speak Cypriot Greek and in Mexico they were speaking Spanish and, you know, I really couldn't engage in conversation with the locals. But I found my ways around it. I've actually been able to make friends with a bunch of Cypriots here and it's been the best and, and actually spending time with them and learning about their way of life and not just hanging out with you know British people or expats or other nomads it's nice to spend time with people who love their country and love their food and love their beaches and know how to enjoy themselves um and I I respect them so much and again we are guests when we travel we are guests and I think it's super important to give the locals a chance to share with you what they want you to see what your what their perception of their of their life here is not what you think you see on Instagram not the guidebooks because those things are all filtered down what actually is authentic in their country and in Mexico is the same thing I you know I actually struggle with this where I spent a lot of time with friends that weren't Mexican and I do believe that's because of the language barrier and I felt I felt sad about that, but I also did try, you know, to speak to people who worked in restaurants and bars and actually, you know, ask them about their lives and, and listen. And, and Mexicans are so friendly and so open to sharing their stories. And I felt at home in all those different parts of Mexico that I was in. I really did. And that's such a testament to their hospitality and their culture. Same with the Cypriots. Um... The final challenge of traveling has been not feeling grounded because naturally I'm moving around a lot, but also I think it's easy to to run away when you're constantly on the go. It can feel like you're running away from routine, from, you know, habits, from emotions. Um, When I was traveling around Mexico, I didn't realize that actually, you know, I was running away from my feelings of heartbreak. When I came back to London, it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. And I was so, so down. And still I'm moving through it now. But 
when I was in Mexico, I was distracted. And that healed my heart in many ways, but also I didn't sit with it because I was just jumping from one place to another, jumping from one experience to another, jumping from different friends and different, um, literally different parts of Mexico. And I just, I never really had a, had a moment to sit in my stillness. And that is a trap <laughs> when you travel, especially early on, because I'm still very new to this, right? I've only been doing this like officially for six, six, seven months, but I've, I've been grateful and, um, privileged enough to travel my whole life like I've been to many countries but not in this capacity where I'm staying you know for over one or two months and really truly integrating into the culture and into the lifestyles of these new places um but yeah I've had to learn to maybe not treat all of this like a holiday where I'm like no Sean like this is your life like every day doesn't need to be the best day ever. Every day doesn't need to be an adventure. Some days can just feel like days in London where I didn't feel amazing and I want to cry and I want to stay in bed and I want to just feel how I feel and I'm going to take it slow and I don't need to, yeah, don't need to be living the Mamma Mia fantasy all the time. You know what I mean? <sighs> so that's that. <laughs> I... I'm so freaking grateful I got to do this, even though I sometimes do feel really lonely. I sometimes really miss my old life. I miss having my beautiful apartment. I miss having my belongings. I miss having more than like six outfits to choose from. <laughs> I miss, you know, the, the sense of stability that comes with being in one place. And I don't think I'm going to be doing this forever. I know some friends of mine are like full-time nomads and I think that's super cool and that works really well for them. But personally, I'm looking for a place to ground myself. I want to I want to lay down some roots. I want to really nurture a home and myself and the people around me in a community. The question is where and when, and I don't know. And I'm allowing that to just unfold when it needs to. And I guess through the process of elimination, through this experience, I'm getting closer and closer to discovering where that is and with who. You know, I'm very much somebody who thrives in partnership. And right now in this phase of my life, I'm being asked to be alone and to be single and to be independent. And I'm embracing that, even though it's definitely a challenge and definitely new to me. But it's teaching me so much and I... I can't wait to know where I'm being taken to, where I'm being led to. So if you're somebody who's interested in solo travel, I hope this resonated with you. I hope that you feel inspired to go for it because the best parts of travel is learning how freaking limitless you are but the world is too. How many different types of people are out there? How many different types of living? You know, how many, oh my God, like the diversity of lifestyle and thoughts and beliefs. And that was the biggest, most impactful part of this traveling experience is realizing once again, over and over until, it, until I remember that my way is not the only way. And that there's so many different ways to thrive 
outside of what I know. And that's a great thing. Because whenever you start to feel stuck or you start to judge yourself for not being quote unquote successful or wherever the fuck you think you should be or whatever the fuck you think, whoever the fuck you think you should be, you know, look around you, look at the world around you, look at all the different lives that are happening in front of your eyes and the possibilities that are there and the different types of happiness available to you. That's been the biggest takeaway from traveling, as well as learning that I, although may feel alone in the sense that I don't have a partner, I don't have a travel partner, I don't have my best friends with me, my sister, my mom, people that I cherish and love so deeply, that love can be found anywhere, in myself, at the beach, with new friends, in silence, under the stars. And it's about finding those pockets of comfort wherever I go. And that self-regulation, those conversations I have with myself, I've really learned to listen. And it's through traveling I've been able to do that. And I'm so grateful for it. So where next? I really don't know. I really don't know. For how long? I don't know. And I'm privileged enough to be able to take my time. And time has been such a blessing and such a gift as well. Time has been so short and so fast and so expansive. It's incredible playing with time in this way. And travel can do that for sure. It like stretches all the time. So with that being said, I'm actually going to sit and meditate on what it is that I want in this next chapter of my life. What is it that I want to gain from wherever I go next? What types of people, what types of experiences, how do they align with my career goals, my financial goals, with my mental health, with my romantic life? What is it that I want? And I will be guided, I know. Both times to Mexico and Cyprus, I didn't book the flights until I had a full body yes feeling in my heart. And I had no doubt. I just went for it. I was like, yes, this feels good. Whereas I was umming and aahing, looking at other options, and it just didn't seem right. There was no black and white feeling. So if you're similar, take your time. Please don't rush into things. When you're ready, you'll know. When you're meant to go somewhere, you'll know. And when you feel that feeling jump for it jump for it (laughs) yeah jump up scream shout celebrate and go for it okay i'm gonna love you and leave you i'll speak to you soon